Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Emily O'Leary, and in 2016, I have now accrued 16,024 miles in a plane. And I believe if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I dive into the idiom pie in the sky and how using idioms and cliches can limit our ability to have original conversations. You'll hear a lot of familiar voices on the last season of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, but we want to go out with a bang. Become part of the podcast by contributing to the Friday Forum. Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that other listeners and I can learn from you. It can be a message as short as 30 seconds or several minutes long. It really doesn't matter, just as long as it's something that will benefit others. You can participate in Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. Here's a fun fact. Lately, I've been noticing that some people are misusing the terms idiom and cliche, particularly in calling something a cliche when they mean an idiom and vice versa. So before I explain the idiom I chose for this episode title, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page and understand the difference. An idiom is a group of words established as having meaning not necessarily deducible from the individual words. Pie in the sky is an idiom. It's raining cats and dogs is an idiom. Cats out of the bag is an idiom. Uh, It might not be immediately apparent why the idiom means what it does, but there's a story behind each one, almost a legend, that morphs the phrase into what it means today. I believe idioms are most useful when trying to quickly relay more abstract concepts without having to say a lot. But it has the negative side effect of lacking proper translation between cultures and between languages. A cliche is a phrase or opinion that is overused and betrays a lack of original thought. Cliches are like, it is what it is, or a vote for an independent party is a vote for a candidate you least prefer, or one man's trash is another man's treasure. The aspect to cliche that's important to be remembered here is that it's a phrase that is overused. So I chose pie in the sky for this episode title because it has a fanciful connotation while also possessing a sort of dark history. The origin of the phrase comes from a radical song called The Preacher and the Slave, written by a labor activist in the early 1900s. The song is highly critical of the Salvation Army, whose primary focus seemed to be on the salvation of souls rather than feeding the hungry. A verse from the song goes like this, You will eat by and by in that glorious land above the sky. Work and pray, live on hay, You'll get pie in the sky when you die. Nowadays, we we use this idiom when referring to something that is pleasant to think about, but the reality of which is unlikely to be realized. Interesting reappropriation of the phrase, huh? So just a couple things to keep in mind as I get into the core of why I bring up this idiom today. Part of the process in obtaining my BA in English required me to endure writing workshops. It took me a long time to really understand the benefit workshops provide, but slowly it broke me out of a lot of bad writing habits. The idea of writing workshops is basically that everyone in the class writes a story and provides a copy to everyone else in the class. Before the next class meets, we're to read a certain number of these stories, write notes about them, and prepare to discuss them in class in order to help the author edit and improve their story. In the course of the discussion then about the story, in addition to basic edits for grammar and word usage, people would highlight words or phrases that are overused or sound out of character. These writing workshops were the contributing factor in helping me to learn the value of constructive criticism and learn how to take direction or advice without taking offense to everything that is told to me. 
My peers helped me to take a step back from my own work, look at it objectively, and use the input of others in order to improve upon what I'd written. It turned out to be tremendously beneficial to hear how my characters were perceived by others, where my plot fell apart, and then even where my classmates thought my strengths were. Clichés were a particularly hard concept for me to grasp, and even harder to learn how to avoid. I'll be frank, uh, my high school English classes did not prepare me for college. Most of what I learned, or a lot of what I learned about the English language, I taught myself through my obsession with writing. But because I was self-taught, I didn't grasp a lot of the ideas around clichés or even plagiarism before I was in the thick of creative writing classes. Ever since I learned about what plagiarism was, I've had this ingrained fear of being accused of copying someone else's words or ideas. It's a fear because I love to read and I love to talk about what I read. So I always run this chance of failing to properly attribute an idea to the person who formulated it. And I would never want to take credit where it's due elsewhere. And I've never been accused of plagiarism, just to be clear, but I, I realize that I often have been on the cusp of it. Interestingly, I find that the times I am closest to plagiarizing someone else's work is when I haven't taken the time to think through something for myself. Whether I'm writing about my understanding of a political policy or I'm developing a new fictional story, my inspiration comes from something I've been immersing myself in lately. Inspiration is a good thing, but unless I use that inspiration to develop my own idea about a particular topic, all I'm doing is regurgitating facts and repeating what everyone else says. As I mentioned in my fun fact, I've been encountering the situation lately where people are using the terms idiom and cliché almost interchangeably. Uh, sometimes there's a fine line, because an idiom can be cliché, but a cliché is not always an idiom. To reiterate, clichés are phrases or opinions that are overused, whereas an idiom is a phrase that has meaning that's not immediately discernible by the words in that phrase. So using an idiom can be cliché if it's overused. Plagiarism, idioms, and clichés, they all put us at risk of being unoriginal. Being original in every generation seems like a challenge because of how much has already been said and accomplished. But what personality tests like Myers-Briggs or assessments like StrengthsFinder teach us is that every generation possesses individuals. We are all individuals, comprised of a unique set of traits that cause us to look at the world through a different lens than our neighbor. And this is why I adamantly and unashamedly reduce the usage of both idioms and cliches in my own work and call it out in others as well. Not because I don't like the concept, but that I, I believe that every person is capable of delivering a unique point of view that doesn't rely on a commonly used phrase. Having the same belief as another person isn't a bad thing, but for two people with different personalities to articulate the same argument in the same way, it's a little disappointing. The morphology of our culture, particularly now with the explosion of social media and the accessibility of the internet, proves that the status quo is not adequate. We don't have the luxury of reusing or recycling arguments and ideas and expect to still have a relevant voice. We live in an era where we can leave a restaurant and post a review on Google Plus three seconds later, tearing the waitstaff to shreds, or find a litany of options for whatever it is we're looking for within a 10-mile radius, just with a couple swipes of our finger. YouTube can launch a kid into stardom, or Facebook can rally behind bullied kids. I started down this road a couple weeks ago, looking into idioms, when a friend told me about a strong desire she had to start a business. Due to recent financial troubles, her assessment was that she was not in a place to start a business using her own capital, nor would she be able to find a bank that would give her a decent loan. 
After listing off several roadblocks and seeming to get more depressed by her limitations, she waved a hand in the air and said, whatever, you know, for me, starting a business is just like a pie in the sky sort of thing. It struck me later, after I'd left the conversation, how limiting it is to our psyche to use idioms in order to convey what we observe or feel. Like I said in my fun fact, I get the fact that idioms can convey something rather complex in uh, in fewer words. And so I think my deeper concern here is that we rely on these phrases in order to avoid having discussions. When my friend used pie in the sky to explain how she felt about the situation, it effectively ended the conversation about her desire to start a business. Here's what I learned. I far from expect society to totally drop the use of cliches and idioms, but just as I've learned to be original with the way I write plots and characters using my own voice to deliver a story in a new way to readers, I'm also learning how to sever my reliance on idioms and cliches in the way I talk about important things in life. In the example of my friend, I circled back to the discussion at a later date with her and revisited this dream she has about starting a business. I explained to her what I knew about the origin of the phrase pie in the sky and the contrast I see between us in middle-class 2016 America and the radical who composed the song The Preacher and the Slave in the early 1900s. While personal financial troubles are nothing to laugh about, whether it's now or a hundred years ago, there is a greater opportunity to rise out of those financial troubles in this generation and, in, and actually achieve what you want. My challenge to myself lately has been to have idiom-free and cliche-free conversations. It may seem odd for that to be a real challenge to oneself, but this is what I've seen as a result. First, I don't fall back on phrases that end up saying something I don't mean. Idioms and cliches often carry baggage or connotations to different people or subcultures that can end up meaning something entirely different than what I intended. It's not even a conscious effort to be politically correct, but more a desire to demonstrate to someone else that I'm thinking critically about them and their situation. Second, in the course of seeking original thoughts to express to someone about their situation, I end up learning about what they're interested in and how to think more abstractly about topics I'm unfamiliar with. It doesn't make me an expert in their field or whatever they're interested in, but it draws awareness to something new and I become more informed. Too often it seems that we would rather fly through conversations and give our friends and loved ones generic solutions for their very real personal obstacles when each person is unique and each person's situation is unique because of their individual uniqueness, which means even the solution to their problem can be unique. When old arguments are reused on me, I can feel myself shut down and ignore the help being offered to me. My hope is that by having conversations free of idioms and cliches, I can better recognize in my friends and in myself when I am relying on excuses or relying on old cookie cutter solutions and thus blocking original ideas. I'm Emily O'Leary, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would appreciate it if you would leave a review in iTunes.